listening to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I'm Victor Miguel. And I'm Marissa Miguel. And today we are here to discuss episode six of season two of Dexter titled Dex Lies and Videotape. Wow. So we already had, no, An Inconvenient Lie. Was that a movie? I Oh, Waiting to Exhale. Waiting to Exhale, yes. Was a, was a movie. Was a movie song by the greatest. And who's that? Winnie Houston. Right. <laughs> and you know that today, I'm sorry, this episode is from a movie too no really sex lies and videotapes is a movie oh okay but not well, uh, yeah but they okay, change yeah. so then they maybe change yeah. one yeah um the plot i've never have you ever seen never it? no uh the summary of that movie is the plot tells the story of a troubled man who videotapes women discussing their lives and sexuality and his impact on the relationship of a troubled married couple and the wife's younger sister um that's obviously not what this yeah <laughs> Well, I think it's a clever, clever little title. Definitely clever. I think something Dexter sometimes doesn't get enough credit for, like in the pantheon of like great television shows, is it has really clever episode titles. Yeah. Um, it definitely it, alludes to the seat, to the upcoming events. Yeah, I mean, it's literally, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Although it's funny because like lies, and I guess you could like you relate that to Dexter, um, or the Bay Harbor Butcher, but. It, it's a little ironic in that this episode, he actually tells the truth yeah. in a really bad way. I mean, against him, like in a, yeah. you know, um, this episode, you know, this episode's different in that Dexter is always on top. Most of the, every episode. Yes. And even like when he's down by the end, he's like back up. Right. I'm going back to like that episode in the first season where you think the little boy saw him in the mm-hmm. car. And the entire episode, he's kind of like frantic and he's like, oh my God. But then at the end, he gets like saved. Yeah. Here, he just like, he just keeps getting shit kicked out of him. You yeah. Know? And it's different for this sort of episode. Um, a quick summary of what this episode is. Should I do a long one or a short one? Mm, whatever you're feeling. Maybe a little bit medium. All right. I don't have that. So Dexter sees an advantage when the police determine that there's a copycat killer in the loose. Um, I'm just going to read a short one. The Bay Harbor Butcher now has a copycat, and Dexter must stop him before Agent Lundy puts the butcher case entirely into the hands of the FBI. Um, Rita's scheming mother suggests that Dexter's and a sponsor, Lila, come to dinner. It all goes well, but when Rita later learns that Lila accompanied Dexter on his recent road trip, she announces she never wants to see him again. Dexter and Lila find a new way to relieve Dexter's compulsive urges. Yes. A.K.A.? Bone zone. There you go. Uh, I guess we could get into the episode, unless you have anything. Nope. Our episode, actually, let me rewind back a little bit. We are getting a lot of feedback, and the problem with that is we're recording this episode July 19th, and this episode I don't think comes out until like August, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, August 6th. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, some of the things are just, just because of our schedule lately. So if you haven't writing it, we haven't. It was funny. By the time they listen to this episode, yeah. it's like three episodes pass whenever. Anyways, our episode starts out with Dexter listening to the informant tapes with Laura and Harry. And interesting here that like Harry has his own love affair. Yeah. Like his own love triangle. Oh, like, yeah. That so is does Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, the triangle here, even though, oh, you started it at the... This is from... Okay. You didn't start at the beginning. Gotcha. Okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, the the three here is like Harry, Laura, and Dexter Rails. I think his name's Laura Morgan. Fuck, what's Dexter's mother's real name? I think it's Laura. I don't know. No, Laura's, Laura's, Laura's his, Moser. Laura's his biological mother. Oh, God. I know so many people right now are yelling at me. Um, I just thought, it, not that we were um, questioning it, sure. but this kind of confirms that Harry and Laura Moser were for sure together, you know? Was, Again, not that we were questioning it, but this is like total confirmation. Yeah, was it was it confirmed last episode? I mean, it was kind of like alluded to, but we didn't see it this vividly. Like, um, the guy that was charged for um, 
you know, one of the guys that was charged for killing Dexter's mom said sure. that that Harry was, you know, that she was seen with a cop and that they were together. But I don't think anything was like, yeah, this black and white. Was it Doris Morgan? God, it's going to kill me now. I can't I can't move on with the episode. If he says it in the first episode, my parents, Harry and. Can you can you say something while I look it up? Because it's going to kill me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so Dexter is really questioning his code and his parents. Mm-hmm. Well, his father, I guess, more or less. And like Lila says, the next scene, like everyone gets to a point where they realize their value systems are different than their parents, right? And you know, she says everyone gets that in a different way. Your, have you had that moment? Yeah, definitely. I mean, not obviously not as big of a difference between um, Dexter and, and his family, you know. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm assuming you are brought raised differently. Yeah, but you know, definitely with um, you know, just being an adult myself, and you know, seeing how my parents handle things, and maybe how I would handle things. Of course, things are it's different, you know. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I had the same. Oh, quite a while ago. Um. And I, I think this is something here where it makes Dexter a little bit more relatable. Yeah. Like, you know, like we can't relate to him about the need or the want to kill, but we could certainly relate where it's like, oh shit, like maybe I'm a I'm everything my parents taught me isn't maybe I'm not naturally muscular. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um but like Lila says, you know, now you get to have a fresh start. Yeah. Um a muddy a muddy new start for Dexter. Um like she said, you know, you get to reconstruct and reinvigorate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um Interesting though that he chose to go to Lila's super late at night because they made that sure. comment that it was late. Numerous, like numerous characters, yeah. made the comment that it was super late. Um, so that's interesting. And, and and to your point, like we see why later on, you know, why at least Dexter rationalizes why he went to Lila yeah. and not Rita. Yeah, Rita would never understand. Um, that's kind of like what is the sparking of everything. Yeah. Um, I feel like Lila is Dexter's comfort in this newfound journey that he's on sure. and Rita's Dexter's comfort like in his Well, if Dexter past. is trying to become someone new. Right. So, like you can't keep Rita where, yeah. you know, you kind of. You know, but, but Rita was for the longest time like his comfort zone. Like that yeah. was his like little security blanket, you know, in a, it, in it a was, way. It was, it's funny you say comfort zone because it's like, yeah, and your comfort zone, you're never going to grow. No, yeah, I, no, I don't know that, if we yeah. discussed this on the podcast, but the idea of like Dexter is just always secretly going to, and you know, like the way he lies is it this episode or the prior episode? Like, I'm learning so many things in recovery that I never thought I would have come yeah. across, and you know, you can't. How can you keep that and Rita? I guess interesting too that he never even tried with Rita. Never and maybe tried. he did. Maybe he did when that's not something we didn't see or whatever. But right. just a really interesting yeah. kind of way they, you know. Um Dexter strolls into work and this is where the tipping point with Doak sort of yep. comes. Um Dexter, you know, looks like shit and you know, realizing Dokes just sort of goes to De- uh, Deb like, Hey, you know, excuse me for being you know stepping my ground here but is your brother uh, off the wagon yeah and she and it's like it's really funny because yeah dexter probably never even smoked a cigarette yeah <laughs> like you know he probably felt no need to and i feel like this is the first time um dokes had actually asked because he was concerned like it wasn't like he was really asking to gossip or asking to you know right, like right. but it seemed like he was actually concerned and we saw it for like a good 30 seconds and then the minute that deb was like what are you talking about deck you know dexter doesn't do anything and then it was just like okay like dokes is back on you know yeah and i wonder too and maybe this is writing or this is whatever but like i wonder why dokes was just like oh yeah it's confidential but i think he just always knew like he probably when he got home and went to bed he in his own head he was like I don't know if he's really an addict, but yeah. who would lie about that? Right. Never mind. Let me carry on with my life. Yeah. You know? uh, was it last episode about Ken Barnes and his wife? Where he shot his... I'm sorry. Where he shot... Where Dokes and the guy are on the boat? Curtis? Yeah. What did I say? Kim Barnes? Curti- Curtis Barnes. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the episode where Dokes is not bothering Dexter. And yeah, that's it. Just wondering. Um, let's do the... 
I kind of have this episode. This episode was sort of like fast paced. No, yeah, I feel like there's a lot. Every scene was. You know, I was reading some reviews online that they said this this was a filler episode. Oh, I liked it. I like this episode. Uh, no, yeah, and I don't. I don't think it's a filler episode no. at all. And there are filler episodes in this show. Um, I feel like there's a lot of like open ended thoughts and discussions in this episode. To me, it was really fast paced. Like yeah. I was just. Uh, I forget how good these episodes really keep getting. Uh, I want to start off with Dexter, Rita, Gail, and like I have breakups to makeups. Okay. Dexter, Rita, and Gail are at the beach, and what a fall from grace Dexter has from Rita's eyes. Yeah. She literally says he's an angel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how many hours later, if that if they have dinner that same day, it's Is like she breaking up with him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know he's a fucking liar and all that worse than paul yeah you know? um so gail hears that dexter's sponsor is a woman proposes have dinner the four of them laid uh lila i feel like ahead. i feel like gail in that moment though is like like rita has like the doubt and it's kind of like like hidden buried inside her sure. you know and then gail just totally like rips the rips the top off and was like oh is she attractive how do you feel about yeah, that how yeah. do you do this and it's like that's so annoying. And like, I could see like my sister doing that. Well, I was going to say, being like, that's such a, up. I feel like, like that, that's such a mom thing. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think a mom could tell when you're happy or not. Happy, Definitely. You yeah. Know? Even if you're hiding it or whatever, right. or even, even if mom is reading it wrong. But I feel like Gail just made that situation even worse. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, Lila, and the scene cuts and they're there. Yeah. Lila at Rita's startling crazy yes like when we first watched it you were just kind of like oh yeah you made like a sound you didn't gasp no, no, i don't know if it was gasp worthy no but you were just like uh, uh. yeah well because it's like how long has dexter known lila really like how long has he been in the program and how long has gail been around that now he's bra- like make up something say like listen i'll definitely introduce you to lila she had something come up how about next week like just have like a few like there was yeah. a there's a lot going on in his life personally with the yeah. bay harbor butcher there's a lot going on with them just coming back from the secret road trip like can we just buy buy your week you know <laughs> yeah, like yeah i was surprised uh i think it's really funny that lila here is like hey rita look at you you seem to have a type you know heroin yeah you and heroin yeah. just kind of such you an know. awkward dinner <laughs> um the the way Lila calls Gail, I'm sorry, Lila tells Gail, like, of course you care. Rita's your little baby. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, something fun would be to be like, all right, what do you, if we stop the episode right there and like, let's talk about that because we see later on, like, l- let me, let me sort of get to the end here while still staying here. Like, what do you think of Lila now? So I definitely felt that Lila was just playing the part. She was so here. She was totally, totally like yeah. yeah. And actually, um, during that 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 exact scene where when, she, when you say the part, you mean like she's conniving, Dexter and Rita. She's sitting here. She's saying that oh, Dexter's never said a bad thing about anyone. He talks about your love and support all right. the time. When really Dexter's saying no one understands him and he can't talk to Rita. And you know, um, did Dexter ever say that? I believe so. Yes. Hmm. I don't know if he ever said that. Well, I, if he's talking to Lila and not Rita, then that kind of says it in itself. Why isn't he a... Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like Dexter's the type to talk Rita down. Um. But when when Lila said, you know, it's your little baby, of course, you know, you, whatever. Before that, she said, um, you have nothing to worry about with, with me and right, Dexter. Right, right. Now, what did she mean by that? Like, did she mean what we think she means? I, I, th- I think you're not wrong in like bringing it up as a point. I think in that moment she meant Dexter's going to be fine. He's not going to be a drug addict, whatever. Right. I think you're taking the lens of knowing what happened. Yeah. Where she's like, no, no, no. We're just friends. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever. Right. Like, I, I think you have like the, 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 the advantage of foresight yeah you know, to, to, yeah to have seen it whatever um I, I i have it in my notes like the way she calls rita her little baby and everything just kind of like just toying with them yeah you know um but the gasping moment of dexter so far almost like to when we found the ice truck killer um who he was when lila goes 
oh, you know, Dexter's mother was yeah. murdered. That was crazy. Yeah. And it's such like, oh my God, no. What did you just say? And it's say? just bringing up all of these things that Rita maybe doesn't know about or d- isn't aware of, you know? Right. So it's like, how does she feel? She must feel awful, you know? And Lila, like, probably knows that. Yeah. You know? Well, like, I, I think, see, it, it's such a tricky thing where I think she said that knowing everyone knew. I don't know. Girls could be mean. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. girls could be mean. And what what is what's going to happen at a family dinner? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? She could she's just dancing around the table talking, you know, talking in circles sure. and and being polite and it's lovely. A, it's a and, real interesting and it would be fun to go back to this dinner scene episodes from now because, you know, we'll see more of Lila yeah. and sort of see more where she's coming from or anything. Um you know the way the way the episode sets everything up and knocks it down. You know, because the next scene, Rita like likes Lila. Yeah, she tells Dexter like, "Hey, this went pretty well, right? Like, right. I, I like Lila and everything." You know, um, it sort of calmed her down. Like you were Definitely. saying, like if there was something there, Lila that dinner, even if she was faking it, whatever. Um, this dinner scene. So I've been re-listening to the Dexter wrap up podcast. And I remember I was playing it a little bit for mm-hmm. you, where Jamie Murray, who plays Lila, and um, what's her name, Rita, was on the podcast, and they were they became friends after this season, mm-hmm. and they, you know they were fine during the season. They're, they're not, you know these are actors; they're not really whatever. Um, and then they they ended up on another TV show together. Oh, that's funny. They're, uh, Defiance, I believe, is what it is. Um, but they were saying how, like, you know, when when you shoot a scene, a dinner scene, particular, a food scene, you don't really eat. Yeah. Because you're doing so many takes and, like, calories on camera actually do count, you know. It's so funny. Um, and Rita, Rita's, like, recalling when they were shooting the scene of Lila just kept eating. <sighs> and, like, at one point, uh, Julie, Julie goes to her, like, you know you're not supposed to eat. Like, you don't have to eat every time. That's she, really funny. Jamie Murray at the time was like a struggling actress. Yeah. So she's like, this is dinner for me. <laughs> like, That's you know? so funny. Um, That's really if funny. If you're a Dexter fan, if you even know it's out there, it, it's ran by the one of the show writers, uh, Scott Reynolds, who... um, What do you call? Shameless plug here. I actually met at Comic-Con five years ago. Um he runs a podcast and he has almost every main character on from the show. Um, and they have good, some, sometimes they have good discuss Dexter discussions. Rita. Oh, okay. That was another thing. So confirming what a uh, fan of ours, friend of ours, Janet told us, Julie, Julie Benz was talking about how the first season, her audition, she actually auditioned for Deb first. Wow. And, you know, it's they, so funny because she's so not a Deb, right? Oh my gosh! So they said, they said you're like you're too pretty. Yeah, like mucky it up and yeah. come back in as Rita because you have to. Rita's coming in as a damaged woman. So Julie Ben says she's like she drank a whole bottle of wine the night before. Oh my god! Because it makes her eyes puffy. Yeah, so purposely. She came in no sweats, no not her, her her ugliest sweats, her ugliest everything. She said when she was in the coming back for her audition and whatever. Um, they asked her if she was wearing a prosthetic. That's how ugly she was. Oh my god! <laughs> She's like, no, I'm I'm we're not wearing a face. <laughs> it's a, it's it's great what makeup can do. <laughs> and then she said, and then she said, uh, as as she, she's like my casting call, like when at like the first few episodes, it was nothing. I literally just showed up to the set. They didn't put no makeup on me. No, mm. everyone wears makeup. Yeah, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, 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 everyone. Of course. Nothing for Rita. So when we're sitting here and we're like, Julie, Rita's getting a little hot. That's yeah, because so they're putting funny. on makeup. Yeah, and they're lightening her hair, they're like, like you yeah, know, like yeah. accentuating her features now. Yeah. yeah, but they said like, yeah, totally, just come in ugly. That's really funny. Um, Dexter and Rita head back to his place, and I love the answering machine trope. I know this has to be one of the last times in 2007 where this was a thing. Yeah, because now it would have been text messages. Well, 2007, we're in iPad, iPhone territory now. Like people, iPhone just came out, so sure it takes a little bit for yeah movies and television to catch on. But the answer machine was well gone by now. Yeah. Um. Another gasp moment when Lila's like, "Oh, how silly me! I should have never." Uh, I almost mentioned that we slept together. I know. Um. 
let's not nitpick. Wouldn't Lila be calling Dexter's phone? Uh, but- this, see, this, you know what? And, and, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm cutting you off. I've been getting... We've been talking... Because people are listening now just to episodes two and three. Yeah. And if you remember, we had a big problem with... Like, how does Rita go from, like, you killed my husband to you're a drug addict? Right. And kind of talking with people, remember I was telling you, like, it sort of a little bit makes sense. Rita probably was just like, hey, all I know is my husband's, my lovers were drug addicts. Yeah. It makes sense. And heroin, you could actually do heroin and be functional. You don't have to look all crazy. And right. So it totally, it kind of fits once you talk it out. This here... It it's just it just seems crazy, no? Yeah. And I think it just it just goes to showing that Lila's just like a mean girl. And like when she calls her Martha Stewart, like she's not saying that nicely, you know? Sure. And it's like if someone if a, a male friend of mine called you like Mr. Rogers, like that would really piss me. Like that's not like like it's like why is she now just and not that it's like being mean because like really Martha Stewart, like she could have been a lot meaner. She could have yeah. been a lot worse. But why is she like making fun of you know what i mean and that it's just like she she just it just confirms for me that she's a mean girl conniving like has the whole plan you know um i feel like they just took a little bit of a shortcut to rita finding out no lila talking everything on the answering machine yeah like that's something maybe she like looked at his phone or i don't know i just i hate the whole no one does that no even when we had answering machines no one does that you know what i mean yeah like it's also yeah i'm gonna call you to get a debriefing of dinner why do you guys need to debrief (laughs) why does that why does that why does this conversation even need to be she probably just left yeah (laughs) like so why does this conversation even need to be had she does text him you know yeah just a little little odd but for plot purposes it was well yeah um but sucks for Dexter, right? I mean, like, life's kicking him while he's down, and Rita hearing it is, like, yeah. starting. Sucks you know? for Dexter, but also Dexter did it all, kind of. He could have, you know what I mean? Yes. Um. You know, I, I have I have the end, what, what this discussion ends up leading to, but, like, and I, I know as I say this, and I don't think this way, but... Dexter technically didn't do anything wrong, although you could say omitting that they slept together yeah. is wrong. Yeah. You know? Um, and then it's just kind of funny, like, she breaks up with him, and we'll talk about the Dexter and Lila sex scene, but, you know, he was right. I never slept with her. Yeah. There's definitely some lines blurred, though. Yes. And then when he does sleep with her, that's when Rita wants to call and like, yeah. make up, you know? Um, very little kid-like. Dexter, I hate you. We're broken up. And Dexter's like, oh, my God, we're actually broken up. Like, yeah. That's it. Like, you know, yeah. very like, I guess so. Like, no. Like, yeah. I, there's nothing I could say. She broke. She dumped right, me. Right, right. Um, and then, just, you know, he goes to have sex with Lila. But we'll talk about this scene uh, when we go back to that storyline. Um, let's start some of the... I have everything else in this episode lumped into here. Okay. So... Um, again, this is after where Dexter looks like shit and Dokes sort of figures out, hey, we know. Uh, Lundy is in the elevator and runs into Masuka. Uh, and we get the funny line where, what do you think about Masuka? Only because you just started smiling. I like him. Okay. I, I don't, I don't have anything. I mean, I think he's just the com- the comedic relief. Yeah. You know, sure. but um, yeah, I like him. Um, you know, he tells Lundy like, hey, I know you're tracking our internet. I can explain yeah. all that Gmail stuff. It's sort of a teaser for like kind of what's going on for like the Lundy, Dexter and Morgan, you know, right. sort of thing. Um, I had a funny analogy, but it's somewhere in my notes later. Um, this is where we get the news that there is a vigilante mm-hmm. on the loose per se. Lundy, spe- ah, Lundy suspiciously calls on Dexter for the meeting. Being that everything that's going on with Dexter and the fact that literally his entire station is investigating him, um, how doesn't his nerves just go through the roof? I know it's, like, it's like getting called to the principal's office. Yeah, and you, were, and you know you you like just pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, you know, like no one knows yeah, it was you, yeah. but you know you did it. It's you like, know, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, and he doesn't he say at this point like, well, is there blood? And they're like, no. And it's like, okay, right. then why? Like, why do you want yeah, me? Yeah, you yeah. know. And it's like no one tells him. You know. Um, but let me ask you, did your 
your opinion of the Lundy character change this episode? Um, because he says some very, you know, because he calls Dexter and he's like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, right? And he's like, pulled pork sandwich. And Dexter's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know? I feel like Lundy is very calculated. I don't think that much gets by him. I think that he doesn't speak or talk or um, go into action until he's a thousand percent right. Sure. Actually, almost like Harry's Code. Actually, yeah. almost yeah. like Dexter, as I'm, as I'm saying it out loud. But even like going to the press, um, Captain Matthews wanted to, Lundy didn't. Sure. Like, you know, like... I, and, you know, Lundy is just like a silent observer, but nothing really gets past him. And that's yeah. why I know we're going to get into this. But how Lundy says that he wants Dexter around because he's sick of Masuka, like, I don't buy that. Mm. I don't believe that. Didn't even cross my mind to think you to ask you I that. don't buy that. I think that Masuka... Do you think he knows? I think he knows something. That something's up with Dexter. Yeah. Um. Because I think that while Masuka is annoying, and, like, he's kind of, like, you could tell he's, like, the annoying kid at the station, um, I don't, I don't buy that. Do you, uh, like, do you have more on this as we go on, or... Because I, I, it's a, it's a great thought you're bringing up. I mean, we could, we could talk about it, yeah, as we go on. Okay, um, and we get to the crime scene where we see the Bay Harbor butcher has struck, and obviously we all know it's not Dexter. Yeah, I am swinging my Dexter hammer down here, and I'm nitpicking. Whoa, watch it, watch it, watch where you're swinging that thing. I'm, I'm nitpicking. The voiceover sometimes in this show is great. This episode in particular, when he's like, you know, all I have to do now is fix patch things up with my girlfriend and delete the tapes from the marina and throw dokes off my case and uh-huh. maybe while i'm at it i'll solve you know solve world peace his voiceover sometimes is great this here when he arrives at the scene he's like he tells us what we already know which they could convey through acting yeah because when he pulls up we know that's not do we know dexter didn't see him we already they've already established you know but dexter is like just his voiceover it's sometimes it's Kind of like we said about, I forget what, what, what character a few episodes ago, but it's too obvious sometimes. And the show, I, I really do think this is one of the things, when we get to later seasons, the voiceover gets really bad. Where it's literally like, you know, Deb comes on screen and he goes, Deb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it really, and I'm telling you, if you go like back and we'll watch this, when he shows up to the yard, like, we all know already, Dexter hasn't seen him. Yeah. And that he's like, this guy's lying. But just the way Dexter... I don't, I don't know how to describe it. He like retells you what's going on. And yeah. It, it's maybe I, I'm assuming you didn't pick it up because you're not. No, I mean, the voiceover, it doesn't bother me. And I feel like um, I don't look at it as um, like a. It's obvious call outs and it doesn't need to. And it's some, and I guess why it bothers me and why I'm like making it up is it's sometimes it detracts. It makes the, the viewer seem like we're a little dumb. Because if they have to, you know, we know Dexter knows that that's not the Bay Harbor Butch or whatever. And again, it's a two, two, two-edged sword because sometimes the voiceover is great. Yeah. You know, and even in this episode, it's like, oh, great. The voices are back. Yeah. And other times, it's like, ah, like, we know, we know you know this Dexter. We know this is the victim, whatever. Anyways, um, Batista grabs Dexter and says, you know, we've never been closer to the Bay Harbor Butcher than this. And, you know, another line from Dexter, closer than you think. Yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, can we go to break here? Yeah, you know what? Break! And now, some thoughts from our favorite serial killer. I went to Lila for answers, but now all I have is more questions. Who am I? What do I need? What do I want? Coffee. I really want a cup of coffee. You know your sweet summertime candy. Just can't stand it. Didn't turn out how we planned it. You left about an hour ago. I thought of ten reasons why you should so his one. And we're back. We're back with part two of the podcast. What's up, Roxanne? We could we could uh we could get back right back into it. Let's get right back into it. Lundy sort of keeps threading that uh Morgan sibling needle. You know, he's like, I want to look at the kill room with your brother. I remember that scene because Deb's like, yeah, and Dexter also likes long walks on the beach yeah. or whatever, you know. The scene with Lundy and Dexter inside the kill room. Uh, Lundy is really picking Dexter's brain. Um, I think it's really good television where 
Lundy is talking about the Behar Butcher, and he's like, he's very neat. He's orderly, almost yeah. compulsive. And Dexter's like taking, like, you know, he's doing all this stuff with his camera. Describing Dexter to like, a T. Almost OCD, you yeah. know? Um, but even like moments before that, like, Dexter's like, oh, I got to change my ways. Maybe I'm a new person. And you see, he's like, you know, whatever. Um, Same. So is this fueling your yes? Lundy Lundy knows yes. Does does he know it a hundred percent? No. Okay. He has suspicions. Yes. He's dokes too. Yes, but in a way, way more stealth but about little, it. <laughs> way more stealth and doesn't curse. <laughs> I don't think we talked about last episode, the Dark Defender episode, where they go to they're they're on the stakeout of Alvaro, and when they finally get when they see him got out of the sta- uh, out of his car. What's the line from Do- LaGuardia's like, hands down on the ground, and Dokes is like, come here, you motherfucker. I know, <laughs> yeah. Everything that Dokes says. Um, you know, it, and, and there's great double speak in this line when they're in the, the kill room from, from the fake butcher, if I could say, like, you know, the Behar butcher never uses rope, wouldn't kill in here, it's too dirty, usually uses plastic rack, du- duct tape, and yep. Dexter's kind of like, how the hell do you know that, yeah. whatever. And so Lundy's like, yeah, maybe the Behar Butcher's having an identity crisis. Yeah. And like Dexter's having Literally, an identity. Yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, um, this is funny. Uh, even the way he's like, hey, the camera's up at Cal- Cal- Coral Cove. He's like, you have a boat there, right? Like he's really... Yeah. Um, is that is this scene is where you thought... like wh- well, where? Yeah, I think a few episodes back on the podcast, I even said um, that Lundy just seems... There's something about Lundy. Like, there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. Like, more than, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this scene definitely, like, starts to spark it, you sure. know. And then yeah. just, just constantly from here on out um, calling on Dexter. You know, when Dexter says, like, is there blood? No. Yeah. Like, why Why then, yeah. you know? So, it's after this scene. They go to dinner at, Lila, uh, at Rita's. And Dexter, he goes to work to see, hey, you know, the cameras are up. There's a double lock going on. So, you know, I have to kind of go another route yeah to take out these this this footage um you know and then like we kind of talked about already the morning after the reader breaks up with dexter this is again where like deb gets a call from lundy uh meeting about the Bayhar butcher and she specifically yeah asked asked for dexter um you know we kind of get the idea too that like people are requesting the services of the Bayhar butcher um, like Craigslist ads, yeah. Like, you know, need you to take out whatever. Um, I would love to see a, a real world scenario like this. That'd be nuts. Like you know, like how would that? Like what would social media be like? You know, yeah. Um, it's an interesting dilemma for Dexter and the Bay Harbor Butcher, right? Like, Lundy says, if one person dies at the hand of a vigilante, it's a full blown FBI only investigation. Dexter, as the Bay Harbor Butcher, has to kill a vigilante to save himself yes there's a lot of i never realized why dexter kills like it never it never occurred to me why he did that it didn't really occur to me until you just said that right there like he killed he didn't kill this person i mean because he says he doesn't need to yeah it's funny because like he doesn't need to but he has to yeah <laughs> like you know right it's sort of he's saving himself yeah by whatever i didn't even realize that i have a huge nitpick with this later huge huge um batista bursts into the room like a fucking rhinoceros and has a suspect ken olsen this episode um you know <laughs> this is the episode where where if I could say, uh, it's butter is breaded. Okay. Dexter is down. Rita has broken up with him. The FBI is about to take the case. There's a vigilante out there. Yeah. Case is kind of spiraling out of control. He has to delete these boat tapes because he's literally on camera cleaning his boat. Right. Which is usually not a normal... I was thinking in my head, it was going to be a nitpick like... Dexter just say he's cleaning his boat. What's the big deal? But he has that light. He's using to, luminol. Yeah, luminol yeah. is the thing that shows where blood is. Right. And, and you could still kind of rationalize it about... Like fish. Fish. Yeah. But let's just say... Yeah. Follow the code. Um, Dokes is in his office. Yeah. That was a... This is the first time like Dexter shows his teeth. Yeah. Back to Dokes, you know. Um, I give the the show Dexter shit sometimes because I feel like they take unnecessary actions sometimes to prevent the show from going good to great voiceover sometimes one of those things but here 
all the puzzle pieces like being formed in episodes one through six uh-huh. and this episode like knocking them down or putting them together whatever cliche you want to use i think it's great like you're like sh- like dexter is getting kicked this episode yeah just keep and then dokes like the last thing he needs yeah and it's like that the dokes obsession full-blown now yeah you know um and it's great it's like yeah yeah no one would ever lie about being an addict unless they have something much darker yeah you know it's funny it's like in dexter on one hand he's like oh look at this i got it i finally got dokes off my tail yeah oh my god it's gonna be much worse much worse yeah <laughs> you know um anything on this scene with dexter and dokes and uh you know because then we see he goes to tries to form a uh, file a uh, complaint. complaint to LaGuerta and LaGuerta knows like if Dexter files a complaint De- Dokes is done yeah so LaGuerta wants to try to like kind of save him yeah and um I thought it was so funny and ironic where LaGuerta and Dokes are talking and she's saying like you're really you're you're getting out of hand you're you're becoming obsessed like this happened in our relationship like you really need to cool it and everything Dokes is saying he's right like, you know, and LaGuerta's not even not even thinking about Dexter in a bad light at all. She's not even like, in my opinion, you know, she's not even like batting an eyelash that anything Dokes is saying could be like, you know, like justified almost, you know, she's just like, no, like you're crazy. You're just becoming obsessed. You're this, you're that. But really, Dokes is right. You know, crazy that he's right, right? It's crazy that he's right. And who's yeah. Gonna believe him? <laughs> and, and no one does. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. only LaGuerta, you know, is being whatever right now but to be fair also dokes has nothing no i know he has high suspicion yeah but but i mean i think it's just it's just dokes and lagorda have such a good work relationship that you would think if dokes had high suspicion about really anything else lagorda would probably like entertain it Mm -hmm. and it just seemed at least in this episode in that conversation that lagorda wasn't even entertaining it it was just like yeah but you could see where he's coming from with this or why are you like you know why are you following him why are you this and it's not anything is not like even just like you know what we could talk about this later we can look things over later together she doesn't even like entertain it at all you know yeah. I-, I would say and this is something kind of sometimes when you start thinking too much about a television show where why doesn't those just say maria just listen to me right let me let me let me present my case Instead of just like, what did that freak show do? That fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's and, and and again, that's that's you know, if everything happened very rational, you don't you wouldn't have a TV show yeah. and everything. And also, I think that Dokes the character is irrational. Also, so is put irrational. Yes, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, to your point though, Laguerta is a good friend because I mean, she's whether or not Dokes is Dokes has nothing at this point. Yeah, you know, it's not like. She's denying him of a video proof of something, but like, if you don't stop, like you're gonna lose <laughs> your job, you yeah. know. Uh, and we also get a little glimpse into their past because she says, you know, it costs you our relationship. Makes me wonder if they were married. And now, yeah. what, what it makes me wonder because we're recording this so early versus putting it out so much later. Um, I wonder if someone's corrected me by now. Yeah, I, I really don't remember them ever being married, but maybe there's a, a thing going over my head. Whatever. Um, Going back to the, the Dokes and Dexter thing, you know, Dexter files the complaint and there's so much going on. There's, you know, girlfriend just dumped him. The tapes is going on. He's having this whole identity crisis. LaGuerta kicks him out of yeah. work, which is the worst thing. Yeah. Like you've ha- you've been there before where you're like, I just want to get, I, I want to go to work. Yeah. Have you ever? Yes. Like when you're just like, I just, yeah, get me to work because it'll keep my mind occupied and it's better than just like sitting home and letting yeah. your you know think about how much 10 times more that is for dexter no i know <laughs> the only thing that i can think of though is that if i'm ha- i'm a hairstylist so if i'm having a bad day at work and i'm and i'm like feeling off maybe i'll give someone a bad haircut you know but that's like yeah. not the end of the world whereas like dexter's job like he like you can't have you can't be that um that upset that you know and have and be in the police force i feel like you sure. like you know like i to be feel fair, like he's not he's not a cop no i know he does but, blood spatter work yeah you know, I, I, I know i know what you're saying like just you saying, know like, his profession sure. there's there's you know um there's more on the line than yeah so we see dexter is forced out of work and he goes to lila's so we actually have the scene on right now where he's 
you know, he needs a sponsor visit per se. Does Lila work? I mean, she sells art. Okay. <laughs> well, well, you asked the question that happens next episode. Okay. So, did you th- know what was going to happen? Right here, I have the scene where Dexter is kind of frantically pacing around her apartment. He's all wet and he's all losing it, unhinged. Yeah. Did you, like right here, if I paused it before we, uh, you know, so- yeah. watched it twice. Did you know this was coming? Did you feel it? Did you sense it? Anything I like that? felt it coming. I don't think I knew it was going to be this scene in particular, but I did feel it coming, especially now that Rita broke up with him. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, the little bit that was holding that apart isn't there now. Sure. You know? Um, you know, we, we, we've seen a lot, and maybe this is part of recovery, if I, I you know, really ignorant way of saying it, but... Like, Dexter's been really unhinged the past two episodes. Yeah. He's just, fla- like, you know, all his emotions that he keeps and everything, he's just out there. Yeah. Um, Dexter and Lila enter the bone zone. Yes. I remember watching the scene for the first time. And, you know, I, t- I said last week I have, a, I have a nitpick with this. And I'm asking you, Dexter was sold to us as not interested in sex. Yeah. It's a cover-up. And he kind of fears sex because that's when women see like he's empty inside. Yeah. Last season we sort of got the, you know, the breakthrough. But Dexter never came across to me as like someone who needs to fulfill, someone who just needs to have sex yeah. with Lila or whatever. Um, do you have anything on that? Because I'm very close-minded and this is something that always bothered me. But Dexter goes from sex is, feels so disgusting it's so, so so degrading and everything to like i need to fucking have sex with lila you you actually referred to him as a horn dog i did <laughs> and he is um, <laughs> how does he go so from, okay, how does so he go the, from like so my, sex is whatever so to like, my justification is that um he's had these feelings deep down inside but he didn't know well, when, you, when you say deep down inside, that's like. But but not even not even sexual feelings, just feelings in general. He kind of okay. just almost taught himself to have no feelings. You know, um, sex is a very intimate act. I mean, there are obviously feelings involved. You know what I mean? I think um, every person is, is sexual to a certain degree, even if you're not. You know, I mean, every person has some sort of something, some sort of sex drive, you know. So I think that now that Lila is making him be more open about his feelings, confront your feelings, be more open about his feelings. It's some of these things that he's feeling that he never knew that he had, you know. And I think that this is like just Dexter evolving. You know, this is him. I I think in the end it's Dexter evolving. Yeah. I kind of wish they would have played with it a little more. Like... And I guess they did in a way where we see Dexter looks at Lila in the shower. Yeah. But like anyone's going to look at Lila in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, attractive or not woman, man or woman. Yeah. You know, um, so it just always bothered me. And I guess now looking at it, having to analyze it and, and talk about it, like I guess that's Dexter evolving. But also sex is super intimate. And really, Dexter and Rita, while they are together... They don't know much about each other. Sure. They're kind of just like... I mean, she didn't even know about his mother. No. They're <laughs> just know? like playing... Yeah. Like, they're, you know, they're just playing the part. They're not a very deep relationship. So I could see that sex not being as personal and sure. as deep, sure. as intimate, you yeah. know? Um, whereas him and Lila have just kind of met, what, maybe it's been three, four, a five month. weeks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and, you know, look at everything that they've gone through already. Sure. He's, he had, you know, there's... Yeah, there's a connection there. Yeah. Is this what Lila wanted? Okay. <laughs> so, I think that Lila definitely wanted them to break up. I think that Lila definitely wanted to enter the bone zone. She wanted that D. She wanted the D. Dexter. Yeah. Duh. Um, I don't know... If she wants like anything more than this now, like she kind of got what she wanted. Right. So I don't like I don't and I don't I don't mean to say this in any type of way, but I don't really see Lila as like the relationship kind of person. Sure. So I don't think that, you know, I, I'm wondering where this is going to go because yeah. like, I do yeah. feel like she kind of got what she wanted. They made little comments here and there like throughout the the first the first few episodes of Lila yeah. being there. Um so I'm just wondering now where this is going to go. But yes, I think that this is like was in her plan from. Yeah. Okay. 
Lundy barges into the station looking for Dexter. Uh, again, teasing why Lundy keeps calling for Dexter. And, <laughs> you know, you, you, you could take it on one hand as Masuka's just being Masuka because he's like flossing his teeth with his ID card. Ew. You know, and then the way just Lundy looks at him like, ugh. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, we see Dexter and his Marine is up and running. And we get high school Dexter. Where he pulls the fire alarm yeah. and all this happens. Um, this is a, not a nitpick, but a curious question. Because we see how, what the files are. They're like 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Uh-huh. And Dexter goes in there, clicks it, hits delete, whatever. Yeah. When it's somewhat, like, the way, the way they show it, that would even raise more suspicion. Yeah, you know? especially with Deb saying that there are this super high tech surveillance yeah. equipment that we can't even you know withstand because it's so high tech. Yeah, and then Dexter just automatically knows how to delete it, and no one knows that there was anything deleted. No one knows that there's a gap now. This is this is where we have to say follow the code. Follow the code and respect the vest. <laughs> Don't make me take out my hose. <laughs> but but my thing is like they showed. The files are listed as 10 to 11 p.m., 11 to 12 p.m., 12 to 1. Like, you know, Dexter just go, and that's fine. He could delete it. Like, that makes sense. But I just imagine, I guess it may be a computer glitch, a technical glitch, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, um, um, do you remember how great fire drills were in school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the best. It was just like, oh my God, for the next hour, Thank we're going to have to do anything, yeah. you know. Uh, in New York, where I went to school, like, it, it sucked in the winter because we had to grab our winter coats. Ouch. And they made us sit out there in the fucking winter. Ouch. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wish to that point, I wish the show would have played with that. Yeah. Like, Lundy's, Lundy sees, hey, think about how much, this, think about how high tension the stakes would be if Lundy notices that. Yeah. You know? Because they said last episode, or I guess it's this episode, the Behar Butcher is tracking the police investigation. The case, yeah. And just to think about how perfect that would be if, like, you know, um, I have a very similar thing here well, when we get to later. Uh, I have, like, the kill scene plus the end of the episode wrapped up all into one here. Okay. Um, let me see where we're at with time. Great. Dexter sneaks up to Ken Olsen's apartment and... Again, I have here, like, I never realized Dexter intentionally kills him. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I think I actually have in my notes, like, why did he, like, he didn't go there to kill them, to kill him, but. Imagine the craziness of intimidating the Bay Harbor Butcher, and then he has you in a headlock. Yeah. And it's obviously not suspecting, he came home not thinking the fucking Bay Harbor Butcher's in my bedroom, whatever this room is, you know. Um, The kill scene. Like, he's having an identity crisis. Like we said, he doesn't have to kill him, but needs to kill him, whatever. Um, this is where my, my little... It's not even nitpick. It's just like we could have really toyed with the idea of Dexter. And as we come to later seasons, this... this For you, unfortunately, you don't 100% know what it is, but Dexter is always good, and the people he kills are always bad. Okay. It would have been really interesting... Like, Dexter here, you know, they give out this thing. They have a little dialogue where it's like, yeah, I was having sex with my coworker and his wife beat her. Yeah. His husband beat her, so I killed him, and I hit, ran over this drug deal, whatever. What if this guy was trying to be a vigilante? Obviously, he failed, mm-hmm. right? Because the guy's in the train station. Yeah. What if this guy never killed anyone? So now Dexter has to make the decision. And kind of like we were talking, good versus evil. Yeah. Dexter has to decide this guy doesn't fit the code. But if someone, if he goes and kills someone, like the FBI is taking this case, yeah, yeah, to make this guy a blanket follow, he he fits the code. It's just like, ugh. now we have no, we have no more, no problems with Dexter killing yeah. him. He fit, he fits what the show set up, and. Instead of like, I think it would, like, you know, because we'd be talking about like, shit, what do you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, he does. Dexter does say that he didn't go there purposely to kill him. He sure. went to investigate sure. him. Then when he opened up and said, um, when he opened up and said that he did kill people, then that, you know, obviously sparked Dexter to, you know, okay, go ahead with it. Um, 
I think that you're right. I think that that would be pretty cool and that would have been like a good idea. Yeah. But I think at the same time, there's just a literally a million and one things going on. Sure. You know, sure. and then it's like if they did that route, there would have been like yeah. plot holes in that too. You well, know? here's, the, here's the like, thing. You know what? Take out Dexter having to delete the camera. Yeah. And insert it with Dexter the episode. This guy doesn't fit the code. Right. But I can't have the FBI. Yeah. Now we have Dexter. He's not this like he's a saint essentially. He's killing only the bad people. Mm-hmm. Now we start killing people who's getting it now. It's like, whoa, like is he good? Is he bad? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but whatever. That's a, another universe. And this this nitpick and this whatever makes more sense for later seasons. Okay. And unfortunately, we're at episode 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see the FBI show up to the crime scene uh, from the beginning of the episode. And Ken Olsen is chopped into pieces. Here we get, um, you know, Deb confronts Lundy about Dexter being the main guy. And... I realize this being the first time having to analyze it, really good writing where everyone has everyone has different motives with Dexter and Lundy. Lundy wants Dexter because he can't stand Masuka. Supposedly. Dexter thinks he has him pinned for the Bay Harbor Butcher. Uh-huh. And Deb thinks Lundy wants Dexter because he's the superior Morgan. Yeah. Like everyone has a different Yeah. You know, everyone it's something that everyone has a total on misunderstanding of everything. Uh, and there's a father complex, right? With Lundy totally. and Deb. I mean, I'm skipping over the scene where, uh, like, Deb unintentionally admits to Gabriel, Yeah. you want to go to the bone zone with Lundy. With Rundy. <laughs> Grundy. Yeah. Grundy. Grundy, that's what it was. Um, you know, even the way Lundy tells Deb he's keeping the case here because it was at the hands of the Bay Harbor Butcher and not the vigilante, uh, Deb goes to hug Lundy. Yeah. So now me and the audience want your thoughts on Deb and Lundy. Super weird. Okay. Um, You know, there was definitely like that father complex there that we saw, you know, um, the last couple episodes now. Her talking to Gabriel about it was really weird. Like in the beginning, she just, um, you know, just little things here and there. You know, I respect him, whatever. And then when she starts talking about like his sense of humor... And just goes like more into detail about it. And you could tell she's just like going on and on and on. Doesn't even realize it, you know? Um, And I've I've had like men that I've worked for that could have been my father's age that I like looked up to and respected, but I would never hug them. And I would never like, you know? Um, So yeah, I think that that hug definitely crossed the lines. I think it was definitely a little strange, you know? Yeah. Um, Even if she hugged Dokes, it would have been less awkward, (laughs) you know? But this is like your super superior. Yeah. This is someone that you've only been working under for like maybe a month. This guy? FBI. Yeah. That's all I need to say. You know, like, (laughs) yeah, just... To be fair, it's not like Lundy's like, Deb, Deborah Morgan, this was a little inappropriate. Like, please, please tailor your... Like, you know, he's right. kind of like... You know, there's like, hey, we just had an awkward moment. All right, bye. Yeah. You know? Um, could we get a prediction if you think Deb and Lundy... I feel like... I feel like they're going to only because... There you go. I feel like they're going to only because you're asking me. Oh, just because I'm... You have... I asked you so much stuff last season that... I know. Nowhere. But so I guess, yes, I'll say that they will enter the BZ... Okay, the BZ. Dexter shows up to Rita's, and again, Dexter's life is... Yeah, <laughs> I have here... How crazy is Dexter's life, right? Oh, my God. Because De- Rita calls him and says, hey, can you come over and talk later? He just had sex with Lila. He killed Ken Olsen, chopped him up, delivered him to the train yard, and then went to Rita's to make up with his girlfriend. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, that's that's people's lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Dexter had that in like eight hours. Yeah. Dexter and Rita talk. Um, it's actually going okay yeah. until Dexter admits. I feel like Rita's swallowing a lot. You know, the fact sure. that she says, you know, so you, that this is a big moment in your life. You went to Lila, not me. Like, okay, well, help me understand. Like, I feel like she's really yeah, she's, putting... She's even saying, like, why didn't you share that moment with yeah. me? Oh, I couldn't. Like, okay, fine. Right. Like, and you fine. can tell she's, like, upset about it. It hurt her feelings, but she's yeah. really trying to move past it. Yeah. Until... He tells her what happened afterwards. Now, I mean, the end of the episode sort of answers my question, but it's still something. And again, the, the end point, the the answer to the question is Dexter is evolving. But like, why does Dexter 
Dexter, because he says, like, I just told the truth about something that I know is going to hurt Rita. Yeah. Where he was always would have done anything to protect Rita. Killed her husband for yeah. him. You know? And again, I understand he didn't kill her, but would kill Paul, but essentially. Um, Dexter in this moment, I mean, he lies about killing people. Yeah. But he cannot, new Dexter cannot withhold this information from Rita. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, you know, yeah, despite, you know, despite he would have always protected Rita, you know, who's the new me? You yeah. Know? And Dexter goes to Lila's. Yeah. Um, and still, um, like how Deb says, like, you have to fight for her. Like, she's going to tell you that she hates you and that she wants to break up with you. But, like, she's perfect. You're hung like, like a grape. You, what? You're hung like oh, a grape. Yeah. But, you know, but she's perfect and you need to fight for her. She's, like, she's just saying stupid things. But don't you want to, like, you, like, you can't just walk away from her. And, you know, he says, you're right. Like, she is perfect. Yeah. And then he still, yet again, like, walks yeah. away from her, you know, and doesn't say one word. Like, just... This sounds a very. This sounds like a very. This sounds like a very privileged guy thing to ask a question, but like, I don't. And I don't really mean it. Okay, but like, does Dexter get any credit? I can't even. Does Dexter get any credit for admitting it? Yeah. Oh really? I, I think was gonna so. say like you don't get any credit for like. I mean, I guess he's honest. I mean, I think it was still shitty. But also, they they were kind of broken up. I mean, it, it's super shitty if you break up with someone and hours yeah. later they're yeah. with someone else. Like then, you, like how much did you really mean to them? You right. know what I mean? But um, but I think that it's less shitty that he was was at least honest with her. Yeah. You know, because yeah. also how are because if if he lied to her and didn't tell her it happened, him and Rita would have gotten back together right then. Sure. So sure. then, so then again, they're now fixing their relationship, getting back together on a lie. Yeah, you know, and also Dex maybe lies Dexter and videotapes, and maybe Dexter knew that if he lied, they would be getting back together because, like you said, the conversation was going well, and maybe he's not ready. He's not done with Lila. Clearly, <laughs> you know. So yeah. yeah, clearly he he yeah. Where does he run to after this? Yeah, back to Lila's, you know. So, but I just um. You know, I guess I thought it was kind of shitty that he even went to Rita's to talk because it's like if you're not going to fight for her, you're not going to try to make this work. Yeah. Be honest with her. Okay. But you could have been honest with her on the phone. Sure. Or you, sure. you could have never had to have this conversation and she never would have had to know that you, you know, you could have just said, you know what? Maybe you're right. I have enough going on in my life. We just need to be broken up. Right. You know? Right, yeah. Um, but why did he go there? To just be honest with her and then not want to resolve anything. Yeah, you know yeah. that new, I don't. New understand. Dexter, I guess, is like you know he's just he's new fig- Dex, new me. He's figuring it out just like we are. Yeah. You know? Um. God, something totally went over my head. That brings us to the end of our. Oh, I think you know we 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 talk about Dexter's in heightened reality where there are serial killers running rampant around Miami. You have Dokes who just is allowed to act like a freak because he's obsessed with Dexter. He's almost more weirder than Dexter is. If you think about it. Like, why? Yeah. Like, are you homosexual, Dokes? Yeah, like, that's like funny. why are you so obsessed yeah. with a man? And it's fine. Like, you know, I think it is way. If I start ranking everything, I think the number one thing, unrealistic thing from this show, is like we. It's like how I started this scene. In this guy's past eight hours. I know. Fuck. I know. Like, he needs a nap. Yeah. Ever, I need a nap. I mean, I mean, we've had days where like just kind of too much went on. Yeah. And you're you're not even actually physically tired. You're mentally tired. Totally. How the fuck does this guy? I have no clue. Just, I guess know? that's why he's not. I guess holding so. it together well. But I mean, sec. I. Your your the amount of your heart pumping of nervousness from just deleting that computer file. Yeah. You know, you're talking about having sex with Lila. All, all Getting of the it. phone call right afterwards from Rita. Killing someone, chopping yeah. them up. All of it. Just God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that ends our episode. We will be back next week to discuss episode seven of season two. Halfway done with season two. Wow. I wonder. I'll save it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just wonder what the future of the podcast is after season four. What does that mean? Um, Are you breaking up with me? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I slept with another podcast. Jenna, did you hear that? <laughs> no, I, I just, I wonder because like, whatever, we'll get to it. 
Um, wow. Next week, we will discuss season two, episode seven. What is it called? You should know. That night, uh, that night a forest grew. Okay. Our morning comes. No, it's that night a forest grew. Talk to you next week, everyone. Bye. I'm on a two-inch show.